Yes, y'all. Welcome in to episode 109 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. I am Jake from the Dumb Marks Pod, and like a good neighbor, we are here each and every Saturday morning. Your favorite Saturday brunch bunch back at it again. Gentlemen, happy Halloween. How we feeling? Everybody happy good? Halloween. I'm doing good. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. nice, nice. I, I like I'm I was debating on whether or not everybody was gonna pick up on the hey let's get dressed up for halloween text that was sent over in the group <laughs> chat um i'm glad to see you know everybody showed up what up mate what up, um, so go on kenny 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 <laughs> <laughs> said it just like brother 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 uh, <laughs> tremendous that figure behind me was a shock to my life when i got it we got it we got it there in the background i love it i love it i'm glad to see you you decided to go as your all-time favorite wrestler today donald but always <laughs> i will fight for him jay whose letterman jacket did you steal before you came on the show today <laughs> Take take your guesses, uh, Chris. Who, who did you say? I said uh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf and, and Zach Morris. This is <laughs> I was going to go AC Slater. Um, this, but, this, uh, this is a thriller jacket, man. A thriller jacket. Okay. When he said I'm not like other guys, yeah. Nice. I told him. He thought that he just said it to him. I was like, nope, I won that. <laughs> Ooh, I, I had to keep claws play too. Oh, there you go. There's the red pants. There's the red pants. Nice, nice. There's the Shinsuke Nakamura pants. No words That was uh the Shubury. Shubury up in Zealy Noble. So Donald, the the resident Halloween expert on this show, um, traveled up to Butler. <laughs> hey, look, when you done that like other guys and we straight zombie, that was a transition, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over this black shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice skin for life now. <laughs> yeah, so so Donald, you you traveled up to Butler County there, um, and, and won a. A Halloween competition or yes, a horror yeah. movie competition? Yeah, horror eighties uh, horror movie trivia. Oh, there we I go. Mean. Okay. <laughs> um, nice, nice. Well, mm. gentlemen, how we we everybody good? We live in the day. Everybody's great. Beautiful day out. Mm-hmm. Halloween weekend. Um, if you got kids at home, I'm sure they are charming at the bit to go out and, <laughs> and do their trick or treating on Monday night. Um, you know. They, whatever festivities they had going on during the week at school. I know there was a big, long week at my daughter's school. They had their Halloween dance on Thursday night. Um, so I got stuck shelling out for two costumes this year, one for the Halloween dance and one for... <laughs> one day a year he sides with Hogan Ty. One day a year. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, uh, so I got stuck shelling out for two costumes this year, one for the Halloween dance and then one for trick or treating. Um, can't wear uh, the same costume twice. So why? listen, this new era, boy. Young teenage, teenage, uh, listen, young teenage girls, um, they, they change outfits like they're on the runway. So um, you got to have more than one costume in the bag, I guess. I gotta don't know. Sit them, gotta sit her down. Just be like, listen. <laughs> you needed the parade in, in school, grade yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Then you went out, 
couple days later. Same exact costume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had a bowling Meta- party for bowling every on Saturday morning. Had to wear this, the costume there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. school parade was a dress rehearsal. Yeah. Well, yeah, you had the, you had the school parade. Then you had your. I know, growing up in 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 the town, uh, we had the the school parade, and then you had the little neighborhood parade, walk yep. through the streats, um, and then you had your your trick or treating, and, and that was the same costume all three times. So yeah, that yeah. that karate gi that I wore whenever I you know did karate and became an orange belt and then quit, um, that was the costume for all three of those events. Um, the only difference with it is what accessory you had, because you know school might be seventy degrees, and then by the time trick or treating came around, it might have been like. 20 degrees and you had to wear the jacket underneath it and get all puffy yeah. and everything. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So all right. So yeah, so we we are in the trick-or-treat edition of the Dunmarks podcast today. Um, so we'll be QA up some tricks and treats, getting into some debates, and you know, hopefully have a have a good interactive show with y'all. Um one eight hundred own time, Ty. What he does on his own time. One eight hundred hot lips. Um, <laughs> it is what it is, Ty. That, uh, that actually works. So I got bills to pay. Uh, <laughs> right? Going uh, USA up all night. After silk stockings. It's Halloween, man. We all had to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, we're all here. The gang's here. All right, what do we want to hop into? Um, first things first in the intro. Um trick or treat wise. Donald, trick or treat House of Dragons from the season finale. Oh, it was a trick. It was a trick. I, I mean a trick, a treat. Yeah, it was a treat. It was a treat. It was very, very good. Cliffhanger ending shocked me. <laughs> Had my heart drop and was like, oh yeah, I'm 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 ready for all this. So thumbs and up for the, the first season? or Yes, definite thumbs up. Uh, HBO said they had 9.3 million viewers <laughs> on that Sunday. That's tomorrow when it don't come on. <laughs> yeah, that time slot. But the only bad thing about it, season two is not coming out till 2024. Oh, wow. A yeah. Break. Show's mm-hmm. expensive, man. They got to <laughs> get more subscribers over 2023 to pay for 2024. <laughs> Yeah, they said they're starting filming a uh, second season in Spain, uh, March next year. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. nice. So sure a lot of post production work. So. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. You got to CGI those dragons in. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> doubt, absolutely. Yeah, but very good, very good. All right, and then gaming news, trick or treat Xbox. What do we got on the list today for them? Oh well, Xbox. That's about to be a trick for you, Xbox people. Um, they said. Microsoft, Xbox, how they was getting on PlayStation for, for raising prices. Well, guess whose prices are being raised after the holiday season? <laughs> <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, the CEO says, um, yeah, we're sorry about uh, PlayStation raising prices, but it looked like we have to raise prices too. So that's on everything. That's on systems. That's on controllers. <clears throat> that may be on gaming. That's definitely on Game Pass. So they said, expect sometime next year, prices are going up. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, everything else across the board is going up. So why wouldn't they jump on the, you know, the inflation bandwagon as well? Um, mm-hmm. But so yeah. new Call of Duty. Did you did you guys download it? Did you play it? No, I'm wait till that play. sale come. Wait no, till the sale comes. I don't play Call. I don't play Call of Duty anymore. Neither. One of those games that I'm done with. I heard, yeah, but 
everything that I saw and heard about it, they enjoyed it. It's it's good. Yes. Um, so. oh, it's definitely been good. It's just we ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't keep up. The game ain't fun no more. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I don't got 10 hours a day to dedicate my life to playing games. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Why am I gonna oh. hop in a why am I gonna hop in a co-op and just um get <laughs> murked? Yeah, get murked. I'm you know? like learning to read, yeah. <laughs> I think we all need to take up that hobby. Yeah, that's what it is. They said people just like to just hop on just to play after work or something like that, and they cannot, you know, move you because you get shot up or everything by people spending 15 hours a day on it trying to master it. You're, so you're like, literally stuck playing the story mode, and that's it. You can't do nothing online because they need separate brackets, like the the professionals, and then the I just got off work, man. Let me let me de-stress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Taekwon, if if you would if you would have called one eight hundred hot lips, you wouldn't have had to give up that kidney. <laughs> <laughs> Them feet picks may be doing it. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes, man. That's right. Mm. That's right. Right. Yeah, but uh, Modern Warfare. That OnlyFans cool. link on there. Go ahead, we'll post it for you. Get you some <laughs> new subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Modern, Warfare, yeah, Modern Warfare Two came out yesterday, and also, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That is middle schoolers or yeah, nothing like an eight-year-old mm-hmm. ruining my self-esteem to where I question <laughs> my life after I get offline playing a video they, game. They go hard too. Oh, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, all the Resident Evil Village DLC came out yesterday as well i have it all downloaded in and i didn't even play it yet and i'm on vacation didn't even play it yet i'm still watching horror movies <laughs> yeah I, th- I think we i think um i think we have either Candyman or the original nightmare on elm street is in line tonight um and the original Candyman. oh uh, 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 yeah absolutely <laughs> uh so yeah, so I got that on the docket for tonight with with my daughter. Um, there you go. Trick, trick. Um, she did not like the original Halloween. Thought it was trash. Um, said I wasted an hour before anybody died, and I only got three people murdered. Like this movie's garbage. And I was like, wow, like you really went hard on the critique. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. She looked. She looked for numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, not quality. She want quantity. Yeah. Like what is it? She goes in there. Why would you drop the knife? Like you dropped the knife three times. Like the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, I thought, I thought about it um, definitely for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna see what she says about either Nightmare on Elm Street or or, or the original Candyman because um, they're a little bit more blood and guts. Uh, Apparently, if there's so. no killing in the first three minutes, then she's out. Has she watched? Has she watched New Candyman? No, she hasn't seen any of them. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna start her off with the original before yeah, I yeah. Hit, her with the, yeah, yeah. hit her with the remake. Um, She's like, I want to see killing in the opening credits. Yeah, <laughs> opening, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, it is what it is at this point. So, all right. But uh, anything else we gotta get over before we hop into the UC Bell to Bell segment? <laughs> um, another trick is uh, candy is shrinking this year. Your Halloween candy shrinking. So, how are you surprised? <laughs> Instead of raising the prices, there's there's they're shrinking the the packaging sizes and some of the candy in the in the. Uh, oh, they've been doing that forever. But it's you got to stop, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, everybody's a critic around here. <laughs> 
So yeah, we'll, we'll I'll see. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna wait for her review on one of those movies, and, and maybe it'll be better. But um, yeah, the the, the shrinkage um is a problem. Is real. Uh, just for candy, but um, <laughs> you know, real. Um, I mean, you talked about inflation. They said they didn't want to raise the price. We just will give you less product. <laughs> you know, they. I mean, the the bad the the chip game has been doing that for years, right? Yes, oh, absolutely. Added, they've been adding more air to that bag every single year, and now I'm paying six dollars for for a bag of pretzels that the candy bars for the kids. Yeah, regular was like a king size. That's like a bag of Doritos is five dollars now. I used to buy Uts two for four. Now they're two for seven. It's like they're two for eight. Two for eight now. Two for eight. Yep. See, I stopped buying them once. Once I got to like six bucks, I was like, no, it's not worth it now. I mean, I guess that'll get me to go on a diet because right? I'm not gonna be able to afford. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll price the healthy food. <laughs> we got no choice to eat healthy now. Hey, when blueberries are less, when blueberries are two for four and chips are two for seven, I'm gonna go with the blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another, another trick or treat. Okay, this is a trick or treat for y'all. Uh, See, oh, too damn much. Uh, is that, is that them uh, big ones, the big cups, or? I remember one time they tried to sneak in three a three pack as a king size, <laughs> which was fraudulent. <laughs> Yo, Arizona that, tea cannot charge more than a dollar. No, that's no. where I draw the line. Arizona yeah. tea is not worthy of being more than a dollar. Yeah, a couple true. years ago, cent can was it? That's that's right price for the product. You can't. They, they have the can for ninety nine cents, and then they have the plastic one for a do, for a dollar, and it just ends less. It's just like, why am I buying that one whenever I can just buy the can? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call foul on that. I'm gonna call trick on Arizona trying to get me for that. You're not doing that. Not with not with that Arizona green tea with ginseng that's been around since the Stone Age. I'm not doing that. Trick or treat. Back to the Future is headed to Broadway. I saw that. I'm gonna go. Tr- I'm gonna go treat. I feel like Broadway can do it right. Broadway don't really. There's there's not a whole lot of shoots and misses on Broadway. So I'm gonna go with a treat. I've seen this listed as a musical. I'm gonna go with a treat. Yeah, I'll say a treat. I'll, I'll go treat. Could be interesting. You're not gonna get the graphic, like the full effect, though. Yeah. Hey, 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 solo. hey, Todd, Donald, and Jason must be sitting on their board because uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're the board of directors at Arizona team. Hey, I don't drink Arizona team. Huh? I don't drink Arizona team. Is that a white thing? May I don't maybe a, no no okay. oh. <laughs> they did their no, they got the Arizona fruit punch in the can for ninety nine cents you think that's a white thing <laughs> no. No. Arizona tea's just not good Turner's and Turkey Hill Turner's and Turkey Hill that's all I mess with Turkey Hill is the worst I can't believe you brought <laughs> no. that that's a trick that's the trick I, Swiss tricks. is the worst I like I uh, uh, turkey. turkey Hill I like their lemonade only thing that come in the can should be soda. If well, it ain't carbonated, get out of here. Okay. I don't know what soda is. We're from Pittsburgh. We call it pop. I don't know what that you're talking about. Is that the DC in you? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Speaking of DC, uh, they made some news this week. James Gunn, um, and I'm forgetting the other individual's name. Um, 
Damn. <laughs> Taking over the uh, the DC universe. Trick or treat. James Gunn in charge of creative for DC. Hey, I say treat. Hopefully treat. I'll see they change the name to DCU now. DC, is it a DC Entertainment or? DCU. DC. Oh, oh. Are they doing universe too? Detective Comics universe, of course. Oh, Detective Comics universe, yeah, yeah. Black Adam, uh, from all accounts, box office wise, was a huge success. Um, I have not seen the movie, so no spoilers. If you're in the comments, I'm trying trying to get to see that. Um, I'll wait till HBO Max. You signed the rock and shit change. Well, <laughs> apparently, that's why I saw an article the other day. Apparently, his wife is like really, her ex wife is really doing stuff like behind the scenes. Mm. So. James Gunn is mid, really? I mean, I did see the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special trailer. I'm yeah. all for that. Um, I think, yeah. See, <laughs> 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 Um, that Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like Dave Batista as Drax is just gonna steal that entire yeah. uh, that entire show. Oh, he's back again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was yeah. filmed, I think, like two years ago. Oh, okay. yeah, and this took mm-hmm. them a bit to release it, but yeah, yeah, it was part of their contract. Okay, still right. original contract. All right. All right, anything else in the intro? Mm-hmm. All right, let's hop over to Usi time. All right, so right off the bat, probably the biggest treat of this entire week in pro wrestling was Sami Zayn last night. On yes, SmackDown. yes, it was. Okay, that man has been—he's been doing it for weeks and months. Um, are definitely his best year run in WWE for everything that he's done. When you think about how he started off the year with Johnny Knoxville and Jagass to the WrestleMania match, and now this whole Bloodline storyline. Um, He's been getting different people to crack and break. During I've never seen that many people crack at one time. In a <laughs> the only thing I wish I would have saw, they didn't show Solo no, at all. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I don't know how bad he was for them to not even <laughs> cut to him once during that entire time. Even Paul had a little smirk on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy cracked me up the whole time because he was just trying. He was just trying to hide it in the back. He, like, he has the best job. Yeah. <laughs> You're cool with Sammy, so you can laugh. You can do yeah, whatever. You can. You just uh, sit back there and play the background. <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay holding his face when he put his face down. And yeah, holding it. <laughs> had to turn around a couple yeah. times. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was the that was the best part when Ron was like, "Uh, uh-uh, come here, nope. stay right here. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Stay right here." Oh, I don't know. I, I would love to see it, but I don't know if that would happen. Do you think they get chewed out in events? Uh, uh, that's a good. I see, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Vince would go in on them for that segment. Okay, uh, I really don't because I don't think anybody last night said anything. They probably enjoyed. That oh, they a lot, probably. But, yeah, no, they probably, no, no, yeah, I don't like, probably like that a lot. Yeah. As as much as the as much as the the drama and the the seriousness of the. I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. Like, and you get the ooh, and you're wondering, like, oh, like, as much tension that was there, and it got cut immediately. 
<laughs> but it worked and it was tremendous. Yeah. And and Roman brought it back around and yeah. saved it with the whole I'm gonna make him a full-time plug my member. He's gonna be Sammy Uso. <laughs> like this, that is, this is amazing. It is. <laughs> like I and then Heyman counting down to go in a commercial break was fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah. as well>. <laughs> <laughs> like, Plugged the pay-per-view and now word from our sponsors and did a mic flip as they went to black. <laughs> you know me in the bloodline, but last night that segment de- definitely the number one on my list for any segment they've had. It's been it's, oh, been, it's tremendous. been gold. It's been tremendous every week. Like yes. they're they're still finding ways to build it. They're still finding ways to bring up tension. Yeah. You know, and you don't know the end game. You have no, no. idea where it's going, no. which is fantastic. Fantastic! Like I, I was sitting there last, last night. Last night was like, close to an SNL level, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But last night, I'm after the segment went off. I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like, I'm playing Booker in my head. All right, like where would I, where would I go, where would I take it? And like, no matter what I thought about doing, I'm like, well, they're going to do something that's going to top that because everything that I thought of doing so far. Versus what they've done, they've done it better than what I've done it. And so, not that I'm anybody, but at the same time, that just goes to show from my entertainment standpoint how great this story has been from them. And just, yeah, Sammy, pure gold. Like, I, for me, he's the MVP of, of WWE this year. Like, he's going to get my my year-end uh, of the year-end award for, for, argue, for the MVP of WWE. Um, he's getting a year-end award for me. Most improved. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting one for me. Teasing. And, I, and, like, watching that last night, like, I just – I thought back to him on Stone Cold's podcast and just him talking about – That's that Seth is getting the award for him. I can't argue with <laughs> Seth no. either um, based off of what he's done work-wise, you know, character-wise, story-wise. Um Sammy just the way he talked about where he's at and how he's you know rounding in the form so to speak and feels like he has a solid footing on everything that he's doing now, which is crazy because he's been in the WWE system for how long, right? Like mm-hmm. for him to feel like now he's just rounding in the form and coming into his peak, it just goes to show like it's not necessarily, you know, how fast you get there. It's just whether or not you can get there. And once you're there, you're there. And he is probably one of the most over people in the company right now. Oh, yeah. And how old is he? Do you so know, he's in his late 30s, mid to late 30s, he's I think. He's probably around our age. And when you said they hit their prime, around 30, 35? Around 38. No. 40. Like, AJ talked about, like, AJ, I know Ed just talked about it. Like, he's, like, right around, like, that. 36 to 40 year old range, it was like I was peak on top in my prime. So yeah. <clears throat> treat treat all the way around from Sammy Zane last night. Yes. Um Titus to Lucy's. Titus to Lucy's. <laughs> Yo, when you get Usi over <laughs> like the crowd they, was just they, they, in the crowd. Yeah, they ate it up. Yeah. Remember when they shit on Usi hot? <laughs> yeah, now that. <laughs> That that's gonna be the thing every week is gonna be Usi. Mm-hmm. 
and then and then <clears throat> Jay, you bring up a good point with the Uzi hot. Like, just look based on the delivery and how it can change. It's the mm. same word. It's still Uzi, but based on how it was delivered and the story that it's been told in and mm-hmm. who's delivering it, it just caught fire. Like, there's going to be Uzi signs next week at SmackDown. <laughs> like, there were Austin 316 mm. signs. And, they taped and, SmackDown and like, last night, so no, there won't be next week. Ah, okay. <laughs> and, like what? My point. and like yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Stone Cold's what? See how that mm-hmm. took off. Still going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now to my, my trick from last night on SmackDown. <laughs> make sure you hear me stay Uzi. <laughs> And I don't know if anybody else picked up on it, but when they were in the back before they went through the curtain, did anybody else catch the yeet that Jay said before they walked out? (laughs) Like, why are we getting yeet? Why are we still pushing yeet? (laughs) Like, but tremendous. Um, The trick for me last night, and I, I I haven't lost faith, and I'm not turned off, but I need some I need some explanation to come sooner rather than later was Bray Wyatt last night. And it wasn't so much what he did or how they presented it. It was more I couldn't hear like uh Uncle Howard. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. you can't make yeah. out Uncle Howdy based on how they're mixing in the music and stuff and the scratchiness and all that. And it's like he's in a mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <clears throat> and even Bray with his promo, it was just kind of like not rambling, but in a sense it was rambling. Like I have no mm-hmm. idea where you're going or what you're doing, talking about yourself as just the man Bray Wyatt. You talk about doing horrible things and now you may have to do horrible things again, but no matter where you go, they always it always catches up to you. Like I, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not completely turned off by it last night. They, I just think they need to change some of the presentation of it so mm-hmm. that way it comes across more. And I'm not trying to rewind and turn my volume up to fifty to listen mm-hmm. into what they say. Or like I need a subtitles. mixer. Yeah, I need a mixer to take out all the background noise <laughs> so I could just hear with what's being said i got you i don't i didn't mind it i just don't want it to be drawn out that's the same here it's it's like i know it's a long game but the way stories are being told now pace got to get picked up a little bit like i'm expect like like i was expecting something yesterday i was expecting like one person to yeah like something yesterday to progress it i'm hoping that this is just because of crown jewel they they didn't have anything put in place for him and then Mm -hmm. Right after Crown Jewel's over the next week, hopefully we get it picks up a little bit. I, I they need to pick up his entrance too. I think like that yes. whole door thing it, that takes way too much time. Yeah, like yeah. He, that they started at it like nine fifty two, and I'm like, is he going to get down to the ring in time before they go off the air? Yeah. Like he got in the ring, I think at nine fifty four, and I was like, um, are they going to go off nine fifty seven again today? Because if not, if so, like we don't got a lot of time here. That should have been a two time deal. Once on the pay per view, and your first appearance on. Television, yeah, I mean, they showed it. That's what he's gonna do, but just don't do just all the music. You know, yeah. they can tighten that up. 
Yeah, they're waiting for the song to come, the perfect spot for him to come out, all that stuff. It's like 20 minutes. You got on a show, you got Bray's entrance and you got uh, Roman's entrance, you know? Right. That's way too much time. <laughs> Roman, Roman versus Bray versus Taker in an entrance lane triple threat. That's tremendous. Yeah. Um, that's your show. Even before they get to the ring, that's your show. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, the theme the theme song is definitely yeah. I like, like the theme. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Definitely. It's just the yeah. the build to it, it takes it you takes know long. that 10, even if it's like 15, 18 seconds before that first riff comes in. And I get it, like it's set up based off of the entrance with the door and the light and all that other stuff. But yeah, I don't I don't know how how invested people are gonna continue to be if you're gonna go that long. Of an entrance. Is it royalty free or they just pay him for it for once? I don't know. I mean. Not yet, no. Is he teasing it? Uh, but yeah, I mean, Rock teased it in his interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he called himself the head of the table. If they're going to do it, WrestleMania 39 makes the most sense. It's in L.A., uh, it's just whether or not The Rock can make it fit in his schedule. And mm-hmm. right now with Black Adam and the press tour and everything else, I don't know if we get him in for Survivor Series to kick off that run or if they try to squeeze it in somewhere else. Um, and what, what else does he have on his schedule next year? Yeah. If he has any other movies to promote, which he usually does around that time, that's part of the thing. Or does he have to film anything at that time? Or do stuff with XFL too. Or XFL launching yeah. at that time. Even with... Um, the last time he he wrestled, he got injured. He had that. I think it was like a torn pec or something. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like if he has Hollywood something scheduled. Like yeah, if he has something scheduled next year, then I don't know. It's not like listen. He can still do it. Like he's still in great shape. He can still probably go out there and do it. It's just is Hollywood gonna let him do it? Yeah. So I have another. I have another trick or treat, but I want to bundle yeah, it in from last night. True. I would have liked to see that match. Maybe it could still happen, but I think if Vince is still in charge, you get that between Cena and Theory. Okay. So if 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 Rock, if you don't want the Rock to win the Rumble, which I think would be lazy booking, yes, just to division him into the title match. Does Rock versus Roman mm. for the head of the table? Does that have to include the belts? No, no. Mm-mm. Thought he was in the red hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't jump ahead, Dave, because that's that's my other bundle of of, of my trigger treat. Uh, to tie to something else that happened last night on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, any any other. Trigger treats from last night on SmackDown. Emma was a treat. Yeah. Surprise. All right. Well, you, 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 the you match was a trick. So first things first, let's let's get into the, the supposed treat of Emma. And I'm gonna tie this into the the first fourth generation superstar um mm-hmm. with with Ava Rain debuting in NXT. The Pebble. Um, let's just call her the Pebble. Pebble, yeah, I like that nickname better. So Pebbles debuts. Um, I saw a lot of heat and a lot of drawback on her being in with Schism, and I don't necessarily want to go there right away, but 
would a debut can either make or break you, right? We see it all the time, supposedly, allegedly, right? But I, you know, Rock came out debuted as Rocky Maivia and has turned into the Rock. So Pebbles debuting in Schism, I'm not so much worried that she can't get to where she can go potentially as a superstar just because she debuts in schism. I don't think that's going to sink her battleship. Right. And it, it plays into her message. Like this is my family. You don't, you don't have you. you, you now you lower your expectations. Mm-hmm. Right. She's almost disowning that entire bloodline storyline. Right. Yeah. She doesn't want to be tied into none of that. So I'm okay with that. Make her be her own individual. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm fine with that. Right. So the I'm thing not gonna... that I've re- the thing that I really enjoyed out of it was that, you know, we've been hearing rumors that Schism might be going to the main roster. Uh, maybe part being brand just like, okay, if they're adding her, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Schism is to stay in NXT for a bit, which I like. I'd rather have that just down in NXT. They're not a main roster call up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like they're not. The three not of them are no. Mm-hmm. Not ready yet. But my my flip side of my my coin is on on that being a tr- the trick and treat bundle. So at Pebbles Ava Rank, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call that a trick, okay? Because I don't think it necessarily killed her character or her potential by debuting with Schism. Bringing Emma back last night and re-debuting her only to lose to Ronda Rousey, to me, just cuts any type of momentum she could possibly have by you re-debuting her. That's very true. No, because it wasn't a squash match. I don't... Even if even with it being com- a competitive match, you don't bring her in to re-debut to lose on her first night there. I mean, but were you... Were you, expect- not. What were you expecting her to be? There was how many other women in that locker room that could have answered that open challenge last night? I was expecting well, I did- Baszler, but they have a different storyline for her. It's looking yeah. like and if you're going to make Baszler Ronda's muscle heavy. and just choking people out and Ronda's going heel tendency-wise, right, in her promos and how she's talking to the crowd and everything, then give me that Shayna Baszler because that's what she did in NXT and was just choking mm-hmm. out people in the locker room and it w- it worked amazingly. So if you're going to refresh mm-hmm. Shayna that way, I'm all for that to this eventually week. get to her versus Ronda. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. I think Shayna might win the Rumble this year. I think they might uh, play a little bit of the long game for that. But yeah, I just don't get why you bring Emma back to have her lose, competitive match or not. Like during the week, I kept hearing uh, rumors that Chelsea Green was coming back. I heard that, and I was like, I was like, oh, well, maybe she'll be the one. And then all day yesterday, I kept seeing Emma's returning. Emma's going to be on SmackDown tonight. I was like, okay, interesting, but. Yeah, Green's contract is up, and rumor is she has resigned with WWE. Uh, so it just depends on when she comes back. If those rumors turn out to be true, which yeah. I, I don't doubt that they are. Given does her husband follow? Because apparently, Madcap Moss is part of the reason why Emma returned. So uh, let's not hire couple couples like. Cons- All right, here, here's a trick or treat for you guys. <laughs> We're still seeing this signing bidder bidding war for talent, right? I'd like Aiden, to see Nia Jax come back. I think Nia's done with wrestling. She could be. I mean, never say never, but I yeah. really do. Like, I think she's done. Um, 
I wouldn't mind seeing her back either, but you know, you don't really know how many of those bridges are burned with her with mm-hmm. girls backstage based off of her unsafe work and everything else that was allegedly tied to her. Yeah. Um, but now I lost my train of thought. Who was I going with? Bidding war. Bidding war. Another trick or treat. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the, this bidding war, this signing of talent, right? AEW signed Bandito and Juice Robinson. AEW or WWE is bringing back Emma. They're bringing back allegedly Chelsea Green. You already seen them bring back Bray, Cross, etc. Right? Like all these talents are being signed. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get people like Miro and Lana CJ came out this week like, hey, AEW is no different than WWE. At the end of the day, it's one guy calling the shots and he's going to go work with his favorites. And yeah. Miro's not yeah, one of his true. favorites. But it's just, you keep signing people, but yet, where do you put them? It's very true. It is. The I, don't is with, I don't have a problem with Triple H like righting wrongs and bringing people back into the fold, but it's happening too much. <clears throat> like what? you give me, I don't, need a de- I don't need a debut every week. They need to, he needs to have some sort of plan to maybe like what we've talked about this in the past, but what they used to do is right after WrestleMania talent that they, you know, they know that they're not going to use that they haven't used in a bit, release them then. So if he's going to release talent, cool. But if he's going to do this Vince thing of just stacking talent, no, I'm not cool with that. Like, cause there was definitely when they started doing those COVID releases, there was definitely some people that got released that, you know, were just there for a long period of time that just weren't doing anything. And I was shocked that Cole said it's been five years since Emma's been back in WWE. I know like, it didn't feel but it's been COVID, man. Like them on commentary lately have been like you know sticking with continuity and <clears throat> rehashing the past. It's been great. Yeah, I've been like, yeah, because it's true. I don't. I, but I you never thought that in the bench, Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. thought I would say this, but I miss Jimmy Smith and Byron Saxton on Raw. Kevin Patrick is not doing it for me. He doesn't, he no, I agree. Like he's I mean, a step he's, above. He's terrible. <laughs> like there's a mean as being the worst. Maybe Mike Adamley in a general manager role was worse <laughs> than that. So I go Adamley, Amin, and then Kevin Patrick. Yeah, he's not. He wasn't good as a backstage announcer. So I, did, I no. was surprised when they bumped him up to to actually lead commentator. Yeah, that. That's a great point, Ty. I've never heard WWE use the word release on TV until last yeah. night. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard them use the word release either. Um, now, Emma was over. Yeah. I get Emma, that was, over Emma was over. Vince ruined her mm. when she came up to the main roster. And then she started getting over on the main roster again, and then they went and then Whatever happened, I know she had some health issues and everything else, so she went away. And then the Emmalina character, Emmalina stuff, worked, yeah. And that was that never you know, That got moved over to to all red everything, and that didn't work for her either. So like it was just, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but like we've talked about in the past, it's like you bring back Hit Row. It's like Hit Row still hasn't even to me. It hasn't clicked on TV. The only th- the only thing I'll say last night is whenever Nakamura did the the money 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 with them. That's, that was the best part since Hit Row's coming. <laughs> you know my thoughts on Hit Row. I, I mean, to me, Hit Row's not Hit Row without Swerve. That's yeah. just my interpretation on it. And that's but why this we, never we, came we, back. We do not. 
Jason's going to agree with you on that, but we do not need this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. So I don't Pull know. Steve over everything over there. Yeah, I don't know about <laughs> hit hit row like. To me, since they've come back, it's kind of been where, where are they as far as where this the show taking place, and the reaction they get based on where they're at for the show. Because there's been some weeks they've gotten a pop and people have been into it, mm-hmm. and then other weeks it's just been dead, and it's yeah. like, oh well. And You're not the only thing the I can, yeah, the only thing I can couple with is the town that they're in, like where the mm-hmm. show's at. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but as an act, you gotta you gotta be able to make it work wherever you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what are you gonna change up and what are you gonna do? I like Top Dollar wearing the ski mask as as a Lucha Libre mask last night. That's hilarious. Um, I'm not sold on Top Dollar. No, he went up to the top rope. I was expecting a a flip or something. He came off with a chop. Dave with the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Dave. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah. Not I mean, saying down the road they might not do, have something better, but right now, bringing them back, it just nothing's clicking for me. Uh, speaking of, of debuts again, <laughs> put that one up. Since we talk about uh, Hit Row, <laughs> we saw Zelina again with Legado um, on NXT this week. We got Electra Lopez yeah. coming back into the fold in NXT. Um, I like her with the Madrina character, you know, and doing what she did. What was? It was weird though her return. Like it, like the the, the commentators on NXT were like talking, and she's in the ring. And it's like, and then like after she's like she's like doing the full beatdown, it's just like, oh, what's she doing in the ring? It's like, well, I mean, it's need to be so, there's, there's something. Vic, Vic Joseph. Yeah. Vic Joseph is just as bland as Mike Adamley. I can't yeah. like he's the worst. <laughs> He just talks. He just says anything. Hey, I can listen to Booker. Talks. <laughs> All emotion. But you just Booker. gave Nikki Cross a debut. But Booker, honestly, Booker sounds like TNA Booker right now to me. Mm. You know, like whenever he was like in the main event mafia, see, like you like that segment, like where he was on in the ring doing like Dude, doing his own announcement. Yeah, that's that's the way like. Booker sounds right now on yeah. the next scene of me. <laughs> oh, Booker T with a clothesline. Oh, Booker <laughs> T with a bunch of the corner. Oh, Booker T with a reversal. And that, and he's just doing the same thing yeah. now. Uh, but Jay, you brought up the point where you just, with Electra, you just gave me what you gave me on Monday night with Nikki Cross. Yeah. I saw a lot of hate. I don't want to say hate. I saw a lot of heat for that being the main event closing segment of Raw. People were not happy that that's how you ended your show with Nikki Cross taking out everybody and then going to black. And it's like, well, if you're going to bring her back and have her make a statement and impact, what what more statement or impact can she make than take out the two top women in the division on Raw right now and Bailey and Bianca? I was fine with the ending. I was fine. I no problem. Especially that press off the corner. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. I, didn't, I definitely didn't see it coming. So the hell was something different. Yeah. <laughs> now, because of her interference last night, we or on Monday night, we got the announcement last night that Becky and Bianca will be fighting in a last woman standing match in Saudi next weekend. When are they going like to this? 
No, like, I don't this, like those this matches. Has, like, if you're doing a last woman standing match, this, this got to be it. This has to be the end yeah. of it, right? Like, yeah. you can't, you can't drag it out. Like, there's no meat left on the bone for this, right? And if Bailey doesn't win the belt out of this feud, damage control is gone. dead. Yeah, they're I mean, you already got the tag title, so you got to give her the belt. But they're already struggling to get over as a group. I like it. I see. I haven't. I haven't been impressed since they debuted. <laughs> Ty is our Sammy. <laughs> what do you have against me, man? <laughs> I just read ties. I was laughing at Dave. Hey, uh, I, I ordered a shirt for you, Ty. I ordered a shirt coming. <laughs> but yeah, Bianca and Bailey, like this, I, I, you can't go anywhere else. Like, unless we don't, unless we get some type of screwy finish and then they lead to the War Games match at Survivor Series, but that's still a month away. Like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with this at this point. I, I saw. I was listening to clips of uh, Vince Russo, Stevie Richards, and and uh, Ben Amin on Russo's show talking about how Bianca is just getting buried now. And I'm like, I don't know if I typically, I don't know if I tend to agree with that being a burial, but I don't think it's a burial. I just, but this is, her, talking. this is her second run, and I mean, she still isn't, this still isn't anything like memorable with the title run. I mean, days-wise, yeah, but because we talked about that on last week's show, but I mean, there's not too many champions carrying belts right now that are having memorable runs. So, we still can't get the IC belt defended on a pay-per-view, and I don't know if that's because, like, Ray or Gunther or one of them refused to go over to Saudi, but... But and that's um, the only way that's the only reason why I thought that that belt is being defended on SmackDown is because mm-hmm. one or both or some of those guys just won't go over there. If I already wasn't a Walter fan, that chop he gave Ray last night just it just it, it threw me back to Big Show and just because it was Ray, <laughs> yeah, yeah just it was Ray. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, trigger treat wise on Raw. Yeah, U.S. title two tie. They need to. It, it gets the good treatment on Raw, but just not on pay per views either. We um, we we ran in and and hopped on the the call up with Kenny and and Toe for their one year anniversary for the Raw watch along. Um, I hopped in the third hour after you guys were off because save the best for last. Like I said on Monday's <laughs> show, um, but <laughs> I um. The third hour that nobody watches, huh? <laughs> I drew ratings that third hour. What are you talking about? <laughs> Show came on early. It was tremendous. Like it was, oh, he finally showed up, huh? Uh, yeah, he came on. Tremendous. Um, Toe got Kenny kicked off of Twitch again. It was great. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Uh, but no, that... Um, Rob... Like, the opening segment was, was good. And everything else, and then it just kind of just did its normal thing. And yep. it was like, Chris, you brought up in, in pre-production, you know, three months in uh, under Triple H, how's the booking? 
I just don't see how you fix Raw unless you take it away from three hours to two hours. There, were, there was a few weeks there that it, it felt really good, and, but the past couple, man, like, and I didn't hate they, Monday Night. Don't get me wrong; like, I, I thought it was a fine show. It wasn't like yeah. it wasn't trash, yeah. and it wasn't like, oh my god, I gotta you, you. If you miss Raw, you missed out. But it's just the peaks and valleys are just prevalent because it's three hours. It's. It, I saw someone on Twitter post this after Raw on Monday. It was. It just seems that Raw isn't necessarily bad or necessarily good, but just unnecessarily boring. It's enough to keep you watching. And I agree it's with that. It's not enough page. to turn you away. There, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, now I'm flipping back and forth to Monday Night Football, depending on who's on or yeah. you know, yeah, whatever but else. You're, maybe, but, but you're coming back. Yeah. But I am coming back, where before I was just flipping off and not, not going back at all. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I could, I'll agree with that. It's just getting to the point where, okay, I still want to watch it, but am I going to get to the point where I'm just going to wait till later and DVR it and mm. fast forward through stuff? Because for a while there, I just wasn't watching, period. But like, I've been watching consistently live, and again, three hours of Raw is really rough whenever it's not all entertaining. Like, you know, they, they kick things off, you know, was that this week or the, the week before with Brock and Lashley, you know, and that was okay. That was a really good start, and yeah. then it wasn't much after that. It's like I don't know. There, there's stuff that that's good on it, just not consistent at all. And why? And you 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 brought up booking stuff wise, Chris, for Triple H. Like, why are we running a, a Lashley? Same guy. Yeah. Why are we running a Lashley Lesnar storyline? Like these two have been fighting for 15, 20 years. Like they've had one match. Yeah. You're hyping this up to be like this big, long, drawn out blood feud. And it's like, dude, they've wrestled once since both they, men have been in the company 20 yeah. years. And that's how it should be hyped up that, it, you know, but these two men haven't fought a lot. This is what everybody wanted. I'm not mad at the booking of them two fighting. I mm-hmm. It's more of why are you trying to sell it as this big, long blood feud when they've only wrestled one time? Just keep it simple. Keep it keep it legitimate. They for whatever reason their paths have not crossed. Mm-hmm. They finally met face to face. And now they're going at it again to see who truly is the more dominant person, yada yada yada. Okay, I can run with that. It's logical, it makes sense, it's simple. Don't give me this hype story that they've been at each other's throats and you know, it's you or me type of situation and everything else. Like, I, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It takes me away from the excitement of the matchup of seeing Lashley and Lesnar, two big-ass men slapping meat, pause, that I want to see whenever them two are in the ring. Steve loves his meaty men. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just, story's been stale for me, like all stories. I mean, I'm really just watching WWE just for Sammy, to be truthful. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know Nothing if this is the right time to tie into it, but I, I, I put it in the thing, too. I, I feel like MJF's the only thing that I'm watching on AEW. Yeah, you might as well change AEW mm. to, to BCC versus JAS, because that's all you're getting on your TV <laughs> each and every single week. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> you really want them as a tag team, Dave? Ooh. I, I mean, if this was Vince Lashley, if this was Vince, you'd no. get them as a tag team and they'd have the belts yeah. on them right now. Yeah, and then lead to the match. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, a uh, you know storylines you brought up with MJF like AEW's JAS versus BCC because that's all that's on my TV every single week. Like, how long are those two groups going to have matches with each other until the end of time? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Punk, Daniel Garcia got to dye his hair blonde for that. Yeah, um, Jericho's was quoted this week, and, and it's come out that he, you know, after the the all out scrum, said that Punk was a cancer to the locker room. This, that, and the other. Triple H gave an answer on a on a press conference or interview this week saying that he's not opposed to the idea of signing Punk again at some point in time if it were to be best for business type deal. Listen, I wasn't... Jericho's going to make me hate or make me like seeing Punk. When a Hogan talks about another Hogan, you don't believe it. Oh, bro. <laughs> so look, this, this is a good idea, Nate. Maybe they'll take him back. <laughs> Look, Punk's obviously not on a show, hasn't been on a show, and isn't going to be back on a show. So I'm not going to talk. continue to talk about somebody that's not relevant anymore. So this yeah, is the last, time, years. last time that I'm bringing this up and last time that I'm talking on this, okay? <laughs> All right? <laughs> it's the truth. To me, CM Punk just showed his true colors and, and I harken back to that promo that Triple H caught on him years ago in the ring where you're all about you you've only been about you and you will always be about you so I wasn't jumping off the CM Punk diving board when he came back into the pool of, of you know Chicago deep dish pizza that just made him so exciting and he's saving wrestling I, no I wasn't there for that and I'm not going to be there for that and I'm not going there with that okay He's over. I'm done. Move on. I don't care about Punk. All right. Now you're lying about your dog and your teeth kicked in and everything else. Like just You were more upset about the dog than anything. Hey, John Wick, man. John Wick. So that all over again. Every time I hear more and more about that scrum in the back, I believe it's fake. I believe they just sat around just talking more than anybody was doing anything. Now, I swear speak- I do. Speaking I, don't, of, I believe nothing happened. Speaking of the counterparts, and as you can see, my green screen isn't cooperating with the upper side of my face right now. What the hell was the, the Thanos erasing of the elite vignette that they ran this week? I, I have been racking my brain trying to figure out what it means, why they did it, how they did it. I don't know why you would do that type of vignette to bring them back. I, I don't know what's going on with it, but now they're, they're the Uber elite. And yeah, I saw I somebody I saw somebody on Twitter say, oh, well, this is how they could do their version of the NWO. And it'd be them against the company that they founded to try mm-hmm. to kill the company that they founded. Oh, God. 
if anybody's gonna kill it, I'm gonna kill it. Man, <laughs> I'm glad I haven't watched it in three weeks. Hey, if you do that, bad. if you do that, bring back, bring back the third man, the original third man, brother, brother. <laughs> He's on a Legends contract with WWE. <laughs> he can't come back. <laughs> But yeah, I don't the EWO. <laughs> See, I think it's gonna be you saw the video this week that they take away, and then next week it's gonna be a video where they restore and then they come back. So they come back in full gear to face the face that triangle for the belts and win that's, the trio's titles back. That's the rumor I heard. Oh, that's the VP move. Tony Khan snaps and they come back. <laughs> that's the EVP move right there. <laughs> We haven't fought nobody since we got kicked off the show. We coming back for the titles, of course. Don't work I mean, your way up. <laughs> we're breaking. I mean, we're uh, breaking today. They can't get the titles back. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're going to, but they, they, they shouldn't. You said they can't. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't. I, I didn't say that the second time. <laughs> they, they shouldn't get the titles back. They should, but they're gonna. Just what AEW does. And then everybody's going to compare them to TNA after that. That's like, why they shouldn't. Wrestling, wrestling match wise, I, I mean, I enjoyed Dynamite wrestling match wise. Um, you know, there were there were good matches. I thought Punk and Penta were, or Moxley and Penta was great. Can't stop talking about that man. Oh no, no, not remember. They're one and the same. It's a Hogan and a Hogan. It's one and the same. <laughs> Penta and Phoenix, as much as I love them together as a tag team, both of them can easily be top main event guys, and, mm-hmm. and that was a strong showing for Penta. Um, Sammy and Danielson was was good. Mm-hmm. Like I like the MJF and Renee dynamic with them on stage. I thought Renee's facials and reactions were tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF mocking Mox with the whole shoulder roll. Ugh, I'm going to drink your piss. Ugh, I'm going <laughs> punch you out no, it's like do they okay would you turn mjf babyface because i saw this being the the debate on, of the week after <laughs> yeah, you make MJF no 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 because he's that and jr and i forget how exactly he explained it but it's like he's the heel that everybody wants to cheer so just let him be who he is But you don't need him to be babyface to do that. I think he's the hill you need to build somebody. So if you're having him, if you're having him as this super gray, blurred alliance hill babyface character, other than Moxley as being the ultimate over babyface with the AEW crowd right now, who else do they have to go up against MJF to where MJF is just not getting cheered more consistently than the babyface he would face? Well, whose fault is that? As a heel or as a babyface? Just know, in general, if you're keeping M- if, if MJF is this blend of, of bad guy, good guy, and he's getting cheers he's getting booze based on what he's saying and everything else and he's leaning into it both ways and all that <laughs> i don't know when i like you saw it a couple weeks ago uh whenever it was moxley and hangman the crowd was cheering hangman more 
And it's like if Moxley's supposed to be the the guy that's over, why is Hangman getting more cheers than than the champ? You're, you're know, maybe once maybe once Hangman's good, maybe that would be a good a good feud. Hangman MJF. I think people were tired of Moxley. Uh, well, weren't they in a? <clears throat> oh no, they were in Ohio, right? I don't know. Yeah. If you if you I mean if you build stars, sometimes you know you could have your choosing, but <laughs> you, you could have made it. You could have had a Darby uh, Hill MJF. Who's that? Moment. Who's Darby Allen? There you go, Donald. Circling <laughs> back around to to my my comment, you're signing people. Because I was thinking maybe uh, Jungle Boy, but I don't think he got, he got built Jungle Boy back up. Yeah. Who's that? He's he's stuck in a he's still stuck in a feud. <laughs> Who's that? They could have like Jungle Boy Darby. Where's all these pillars? Where's all these pillars? You know. Yeah, I'm not. If you put Luigi Primo back on my <laughs> man was on one clip on on social media and got two bookings out of it, it's unbelievable. And it's a star now. You should even had the one booking, let alone the two bookings. Um, Rampage last night, the other trick or treat that I didn't understand. I didn't see Rampage. So Warlow versus Taven was the main event for the TNT title. Okay. Match was good. I know people on here aren't fans of Matt Taven. No. Some think he's absolutely boring as shit. But I like Taven. I like Taven. I, do. I, I, I don't. Is he is he a main event heavyweight champion guy? <laughs> no, but I I enjoy I like Taven. And he can work in the ring. He's he's really solid, really good. Uh, him and Warlow had a good match. You know, they played in the interference well with Maria and Mike Bennett on the outside. Um, you know, if you're going to bring back the elite with O'Reilly and Fish, O'Reilly having surgery and Fish gone from the company, I mm-hmm. wouldn't see, mind seeing Adam Cole when he comes back in, re-immerse himself in with the kingdom um, from ROH. Adam Cole's been teasing a return lately, too. So Yeah, but you have, mm-hmm. after the match, you have Bennett jump on Wardlow and beating him down. So Joe comes out to make the save for War Joe. Him and him and Wardlow. And then Powerhouse Hobbs' music hits. And I'm like, oh, okay. <coughs> my interest now because Hobbs, big meaty man, against Joe or Wardlow. I'm sold on either one of those matches and feuds. But then you have the embassy, which is an ROH stable, come through the back door and beat up Joe and Wardlow. Hobbs comes in, beats up Wardlow, and then the show goes to black with Brian Cage holding up the ROH television title and Hobbs holding up the TNT title. You can book it all in one one scrum. (laughs) But here's the thing. And this is good. This goes back to continuity in wrestling, right? Hobbs and Cage don't like each other. <laughs> the they what? Like other. They like. So why are they? Is Hobbs now a part of the embassy, and and is going to run with them in ROH, or is this splintered off to Hobbs? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I am a I am an interracial man myself, Ty. So only vanilla I eat is ice cream, bro. Other than that, um, but so now, so what? So is Hobbs part of the embassy? Like, 
Like I don't I don't get Tune the, in next week. It's the good old it's just the good old the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But you could have done this. You could have done this a long time ago with those two. And here's the thing and about Ward, though, better. And it's, Donald, this goes back to to <laughs> the point that you brought up and that we touched on with, with title reigns not meaning anything. Warlow yeah. beat Sky for the belt in June. What the hell is they what have they done with him since then? You want to talk about it not having a memorable title run? It was Scorpio or, War, or, or Warlow? <laughs> We're talking about Warlow right now. Warlow, okay. he's done nothing. Yeah, but Scorpio's still on the milk carton. Well, Scorpio was injured. That's why he's been off. Oh, he has surgery. Yeah. Um, what about the happy meal? That was the guy handing me my happy meal on the drop through last week. But it's just like you haven't done anything with, with, with that title or with that champion. And he was coming off a high, too. Real high. Yeah. Hey, once you beat 20 security guards, <clears throat> he, he was coming off a high. He was, when we did our halfway through the year thing, I said he would, right then, he was my guy. And since then, he's done nothing. They've done, not that he hasn't done anything. They haven't done anything. They haven't him. did anything. No. TK Russo didn't do anything with him. <laughs> Scorpio can blend. Can't but I just I, I don't like here here's here's booking wise. We talked about booking with Triple H briefly and everything else. Here's here's what here's what I'm over with with AEW booking. Okay. I'm over with after every single match, the champions music or the, the heels music plays and they come out on stage and just stare each other down. I'm over that. But I'm I'm tired of seeing it. <laughs> Tony Storm coming out on Wednesday night did absolutely like that was pointless. You just That's had a wrestling one on one top of the ramp. I don't care. Um, or you can have you can have uh, pockets walk in with his book bag and just be like, "Hey, you want this match next week?" Orange? Oh, oh pocket. I'm yeah. gonna say pockets. Yeah, orange. If, if orange is if orange is gonna consistently defend the the all Atlantic title in triple threat matches, I'm gonna be over that real quick. Um, at, at some so, point, we gotta discuss him carrying the belt in the backpack too. I'm over I'm over that being done every single show. I'm over the multiple run-ins after every match and beatdowns. And I'm over the freaking tournaments. Why the hell are you running another tournament to crown a number one contender for the AEW World Championship for that match to take place at Winter is Coming? Like the I, same I, 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 didn't, I haven't even heard that. The I same thought thought the title match. I thought I thought they had rankings. No, they don't. <laughs> That's why I said anymore. I thought they <laughs> Oh, they don't. They got rid of the rankings. Tony just tweets out his bookings now. Yeah. Book it. It's it's and UFC it's now. It's UFC now. It's UFC now. So, so they ran they ran last night on Rampage. They ran the announcement for the 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 World AEW World Heavyweight Eliminator Tournament, and they announced Dante Martin as the first <laughs> entrance. <laughs> and then Dante Martin didn't what deserve that. Chris. <laughs> Don't do that to that half liar. That is that is absolutely. Hey, I, I like Dante. It's not him. It's the booking of Dante yes. Martin. Like you, you throw him in there. You know what's going to happen. Who's he face? Who's he going to face? Well, shoulders, so shoulders on that. He was he was announced, and then Ethan Page threw his name in in the in the hat to the tournament. So, Another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm over. Like 
can't you come up with anything else besides the tournament? <clears throat> and you know, so if MJF wins, this is his first title defense. You know he ain't losing to whoever. So is this does this even well, matter? When Moxley wins, you know he ain't losing to whoever. <laughs> Just a waste no, of time. Well, okay, so if Moxley would win, that actually would make me think, okay, is there depending on who he's facing? Like if he's facing Dante, I know Dante ain't winning. But <laughs> It's just the point you, of... You expecting Dante to make it out of bracket one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, It's just the point of, you know, they do hype that show up. So it's like if Moxley goes in, okay, maybe they could go another way with it. But if yeah, if MJF wins the title, I know no one's going to beat them. Cause it's, Dave, it's first I, Dave, I could get on board with that come come June. Whenever you had your, your rash of injuries yeah. with Moxley, with Punk, and everything else, and you had... Or in, Whoever else you had to call adjustments and on the fly for for your forbidden door pay per view and everything else, but we're we're months past that. I agree. Like, don't don't book it. You can you can long, you can long play some stuff. Me and Dave actually mini- had this conversation a couple weeks ago, and I said long, just, long, long play. Yeah, I mean you can you can throw in a mini feud and play it out instead of just having like here you get a championship match this week or here you get a championship match until it. I want to come back and I want to come back to that that you brought up last week, Jason. With that, mm-hmm. or, or there are too many title shots going on whenever we and every promotion, yes, yeah, we could come back to that. <laughs> yeah, I think Dave, I just think that there's been too much time that the the path they should be on the right path by now, and it just it still feels like they don't know what to do. Yeah, and that's and a problem. If, and if they're booking a year in advance, which is fine, I got no problem doing mm-hmm. that, but given injuries, suspensions, times, whatever the case is, then. You got to have your plans B, C, D, and E in line to mm-hmm. where if somebody goes out with an injury, you know exactly where your pivot is and what you're going to do. Yeah. And to me, it's just like we had all these injuries, suspensions, whatever, during the back half of this year, and they have not been able to right the ship at all. And I mean, how many tournaments is this going to be this year since June? How many tournaments? We, we, I mean, we had the mm-hmm. Owen Hart Memorial. We have the Owen Hart Women's Memorial. We've had the the, the two inter- world title. Yeah, the, the immediate. I mean, the you're, talking, title. you're yeah. talking women's six tournaments. Mm-hmm. Women's one, one tournament a month. <laughs> it it really feels like since January, since Cody left, that they haven't been able to write the ship. The trios, the trios tournament, the trios tournament. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we don't speak of that, baby. Uh-huh. Remember, it wasn't him. People, oh my God, AEW is going to be fine without Cody. AEW is going to be fine without Cody. It has not. See, and you can I hate on a, that I man was, only once, but yeah, I was—I'm I'm still a fan of Cody, and it's just like that was him. Him and AEW was part of the reason why I really enjoyed AEW. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, anything else pro wrestling wise? Yeah, the tag type. Yeah, the, the titles thing that Jason brought up. What do you want? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm with Jason. I think the, there's too many championship matches going on. I think they just do it for TV. Like it used to be something special back then when they had it for pay per view. Yeah. Like wow, this you know they're defending the Tiff whatever title on this pay per view. Now it's just like every single week. There's just a title being up for grabs or whatever. For it's not special promotion. no more. Yeah, it's not special no more. I think they do it just for numbers on their shows. Only special belt left is uh, Undisputed Universal. Yeah, as I say, Roman's yeah. the only yeah, one. Roman's the only belt. 
Um, I feel I feel like that's more of a mark on AEW versus other promotions, whether it's New Japan, you know, Impact, WWE. I'm I'm okay with the secondary titles and your tag yeah. titles being defended on TV and all that. Um, you don't need to save all those title matches for pay-per-views. But yeah, your your main women's champion and, and your male champion, you know, there's no reason for Moxley to be defending the belt every single week on Dynamite. No. Yeah, no. Not when you have a TNT champion, a TBS champion. Yeah. Like those are the belts that should be defended most of the time. Yeah. So like every once in a while, sprinkle those in to make it feel special to where you, you may see a title change, but <laughs> he had one a couple weeks ago. Hey, looks like Dom is being booked better. Okay. <laughs> let's get into the Dom real, real quick before the debate this. Cause I, I wanted to save this towards the end. Trigger treat Dom as the Eddie Guerrero of this generation. Treat. Or trick. Eddie Guerrero was the Dominic Mysterio of his generation. I I feel like I feel like Dom is just trolling everybody. I love it. Oh, I'm treating this. Oh, I am. You know who stole that segment? Rhea Ripley. Oh, of course. Doesn't she always? Like he's just like, I'm built different. Yeah, you leave. You put the lead on. What are you doing? There's no hyphen between the T and the L Y. Like, what are you asking for? <laughs> Absolutely. I but mean, he's, he's doing his job. He's getting the reaction. He, hey. Rhea, hey, Rhea are... did her job by slamming Gallows on the outside on Monday night too. I, I listen. I tweeted. I tweeted out, and I and Slamming I said, just being released. In all, in all seriousness. Have Rhea Ripley body slam every single giant in WWE like she's, you know, working her way up the mortal, the original Mortal Kombat line <laughs> where she gets the almost at the end, and that's the that's the coup de gras, the, the the payoff. She body slams almost like that's she's been. You want to talk about somebody that's found her groove since they, you know, reinvented Judgment Day? I mean, she's been the the best part of that stable. Oh, yeah. I'm just She's waiting for her and Bianca to be at their peaks. For who? Her and Bianca to be at their peaks in their okay. room. I think mm-hmm. if you're going to leave the belt on Bianca, then I think you go that way towards WrestleMania. Yes, you do. Yeah, Bianca. I do. Yeah, you finally she finished that storyline. Yeah. And you can you can tie it back into them two being the last two, the final two whenever Bianca beat Sasha the first time for the belt. Mm-hmm. Like, there's stuff that you can go back and hash on. Like, I'm Mm-hmm. I would like to see them to go at that at Mania. But okay, to right. circle back around to Dom real quick, I think he's finding his groove and he's getting his 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 rhythm. And if he just continues to troll everybody the way he's been like Monday night, then I'm all here. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm absolutely. As long here. as I don't have to see him wrestle, I'm okay. <laughs> Ah, here we go. Look at that. I wonder why I can't yeah. put this up. <laughs> you get that text? Oh, <laughs> you watch the show? 
But it's absolutely, <laughs> but it is not, it is absolutely true. And you guys don't watch Impact, so like it, me coming on and trying to explain it to you every week is just falling on deaf ears. Um, it, it what he said is absolutely one hundred percent correct. It has been, it has been a tremendous storyline, and Donald, it's using a legend in the right way. Oh, that's that. Don't put that one nope, up. Nope, nope. <laughs> but Dom, they're using the legend wrong, in the right way. They're both yeah. they're booking it the right way, mm-hmm. and, and making it making it more about the story than necessarily the legend wrestling in the ring, mm-hmm. which is what you're supposed to do with a legend. Use the story, yes. have the match, and then it's like, okay, everybody's happy. We had the match, and we can go home. Like this. It's been really good, and I'm I can't wait to see where they go forward with it. Because at the end of the day, is Bully Ray really going to do things the honorable right way, like he says, or is he just going to be the Bully Ray that he's been his entire career and take the shortcut and show his true colors again? Um, take the shortcut. I mean, we saw that whenever he whenever they were here, and he came out and cut that concussion promo. Everybody's thanking him, and you know wished him all the best and everything else. And then he turned it into a, a big long con and, you know, a big feud <laughs> with uh flip Gordon. Like it's just, it's what he's done his entire career. So mm-hmm. they definitely got me hooked and invested in that. And like I said last week, <clears throat> I'm glad that they're finally given some, the title, the champion, some different people to fight, you know, like that's bully Ray. I like it. That's Kazarian. So keep doing that. All right. Um, Two quick questions for you, Steve. Go for everybody. Do you think FTR ever wins the AEW titles while they're carrying those other three titles? And your thoughts on WWE's working relationship with outside media like Busted Open and or if they're working with anybody else? So the Busted busted Open thing is interesting because LaGreca has been very open and honest on his show throughout the years that while Vince was there, they would not book WWE guests. They were they whether they weren't allowed to have them on the air. Um, they would be pigeonholed in what they could talk about and ask and everything mm-hmm. else, and it just never worked. So, and here him he is. And Bully, we have it on Saturday. Him and, yeah, him and Bully Ray were very open, and every single time <clears> saying, "Hey, you want to call us shills for all these other companies? No, we will have any guest on that wants to come on the show, regardless of promotion." We just can't get them to let us book the guests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Hunter being in charge sees the landscape differently and realizes the platform that is Busted Open Radio. Mm-hmm. It's a huge platform, um, a, a ton of audience, regardless of promotion. They do a tremendous job on their weekly show each and every single day. Um, and having him on, you know, doing stuff before Halloween Havoc was great. I'm super happy for Dave and those guys. I listen to them weekly. So why not use the platforms that are available to you to get your product out there more and and shed a different light? So I kind of see that working relationship as being a fresh coat of paint as far as WWE working with other outlets, not just relying on the machine itself, which is Let's fine. Let's see Gabby at WrestleMania. Let's see Gabby anywhere. Uh, <laughs> see Gabby Pittsburgh for a Raw show. <laughs> so yeah, with that the the FTR thing, I don't see it happening. 
I hate the fact that you they, they've been the number one ranked tag team since April. They haven't gotten a title shot. They've wrestled Swerve on our glory, which great match. I want to see them those two teams go at it again. Mm-hmm. And you have them lose, so Swerve on our glory gets another rematch against the Acclaim, even though it was a loss with shenanigans, so they weren't beat clean. But it's just the fact that, okay, well, now they're not the number one contenders. Where do you put them at now? Like, and Swerve, yes, yeah, Swerve kidnapped Daddy Ass last night. Oh, that, was <laughs> that was a trick. I didn't mind, I didn't mind it. I, I got a feeling Billy Gunn, um, Daddy <clears throat> Ass, has something going on as far as you know an injury or whatever the case may okay. be to where he's taking time off, um, and that was their way to write him off. Contract expired, going back to WWE. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's why they could do the DX thing for the 30th again. See? Get everybody involved now. I mean, the FTR thing is just, it's it's head-scratching whenever they're... I don't even like FTR, but I see it. They're so over as baby faces with AEW now, you just, like, not doing anything with them. But honestly, this this should have been the time for FTR because you knew you know the acclaimed aren't going to be long term champs, no. so if it's right, I think the time was right for FTR to move in. They might lose a swerve in our glory. They might. And do you guys think that the firm is going to be a useless uh, group? I think they're still with MJF. Yeah, this this yeah. may be MJF's uh, long long con go to tie into the bully Ray aspect. Oh, yeah. Of that's exactly what I thought on Wednesday night whenever <laughs> the beatdown was going on. I was like, they're they're just going to be there for him at full at full gear. I just I saw a still picture with him going through the table, and I was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> there was nothing that I believed that that was legit. <laughs> All work, yeah. <laughs> like the whole company. I mean, we'll we'll see. I, it, obviously, this is going to lead to Moxley and and MJF as a tag team against. Probably Lee Moriarty and Ethan Page, and then they're gonna can they coexist? Story like so is Vince like it's running like, shit there now. It's like Tony, <laughs> <laughs> the, the can they coexist storyline, and then the the oh we're gonna have uh, championship contender matches where if you beat the champion, you get a title shot. Like, uh, we'll see. Oh. <laughs> to quote um, Randy Orton, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> all right, we've got we we've gone long here. Let's let's get into debate this because we we got you know we got our <laughs> so debate this is week. Obviously, PWI Women's Top One Hundred and Fifty came out. Uh, we have the top ten here listed for you guys. Um. A lot if of stuff on this list. Yeah, if you go back two years, like Jay Sandover and the group text, it was dominated by WWE, obviously, for obvious reasons, right? But um, now when you look at it, there's a lot of representation across the board from other promotions. I like so. Bothers me a little. Uh... Thund- Thunder. Now, now go back. Now go back to the criteria. Let's be very clear on the criteria before we get. Oh, still, this is October through November, or October through September. Um, 
So even for, for Taya Valkyrie, technically last year from October to November, she was part of NXT, but I didn't put NXT on. So we numbers. have, it's it's in-ring achievement. Yep, October 1st to September 15th. So October 1st, 2021 to September 15th, 2022. <clears throat> it's based on in-ring achievement, influence on the sport or promotion, technical ability, quality slash breadth of competition and activity with some asterisks next to it. First off, you can't put asterisks next to your criteria. It's <laughs> criteria or it's not criteria. <laughs> so if you're going to have activity as a criteria, there's no asterisks next to it. Not a lot in there, Dave. Not a lot. No, that's why I'm surprised she was up yeah. there. Um, I mean, there's three back, people on this list that I don't follow, so I can't sit there and say, yeah, you know, yeah, if they're justified where they're at or not. The biggest one or the most talked about one for obvious reasons online this week after this came out was Jade at number five. I'm fine where she's at. I just put Thunder Rosa behind her. Yes, I agree. I think Jay did more for the women's division than Thunder did. Jade, yeah, Jade's had a good run. I mean, is Jade is her in-ring talent justified for her spot? No. But for actually making that title and things interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if she'd be in my top ten, but I can see an argument at least for her. I think she just should. Uh, she should be the top AEW woman on the list. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Is and the fact that Mandy Rose is in top ten is ridiculous. Mandy Rose is at twenty one <laughs> with her run in NXT. That's interesting. Yeah, and I think like, that could maybe <laughs> go. Well, see, you can't even knock the 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 quality of competition because it's not Definitely like she hasn't cam. wrestled a bunch of nobodies in NXT. No. Um, in the past few months, it's picked up a lot more with the quality of her opponents. Right. I think Tasha Steele should be higher than 11 based off of what she's done in Impact. And that Impact Knockouts division is stacked. So it's not like the quality of competition is hurting her. Was Tasha um, Knockouts champ in that period so she won the belt at she would have won the belt at what slammiversary in july i think she would have had it the, like the last couple months of the the criteria period okay. Um, okay so she had a good year in impact yeah i mean she's at 11 but i you know yeah that might be interesting to go back and see where she's at next year Britt is at 13. Um, like, Britt shouldn't be in the top 10 because she just hadn't done a whole lot. Well, she dropped about the Thunder, but I mean, yeah. if you I mean, look she at was her chance, run, yeah. like, she was champ. Uh, Majority uh, of the see, Yeah, I always think calendar year, not yeah. Yeah. there. Like, Thunder's run up to beating Britt, yes. Is, yeah. is it worthy of top 10? Yes. But after she won the belt, to me, mm-hmm. that that has negative connotations to yeah. it and should knock her down. Oh, yeah. Thunder for sure shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, I, she's she's qualified in the ring. There's nothing wrong with her in ring ability, but the whole you title need, run was to, just yeah. awful. You need to get in the ring to show those yeah. in ring abilities. Yeah. 
Um, Masha was in the top 25, wasn't she? Masha was at 14. Okay. Which is solid for her. I yeah. I got no complaints about that. Um, Camille, I think, she, I think 20- she has room to, to grow. So I think Masha could be in the top 10 at some point, but. Camille at 23 is a little low for me, just based off the fact that she's had the belt for so long in NWA, but I, I get yeah. it. The impact on the industry may not be as great as some of these other ones because NWA yeah. is not watched as much. Um, but in the, this, and the argument against that for me would be, is stardom really watched more than NWA? Well, yeah, and that's that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very valid. I'm not going to knock that argument. Um, I mean, if you're if you're in Japan, you're you're probably watching Stardom consistently. But how many yes. people in the U.S. you know are really watching that consistent? I think I, there's one slight on this entire list, and uh, and this is not a slight on top ten, but I'm just talking about women overall that I saw that I whenever I saw it. Looking at the entire list, I couldn't believe. Why is Serena Deeb at 77? Wow. You see, Casey and Caden didn't even make the list. 77. Yeah, Serena Deeb at 77. She had a lot of good matches in that. She did. That mm-hmm. year. She should definitely be ranked in the top 25. That makes absolutely no sense. And she was fighting for the title, too. But one of the pay-per-views. I mean, this isn't a knock against Ruby, but Ruby Soho's at 60. So you mean to tell me she's 17 spots higher than Serena? Serena had better matches than Ruby. And she was 11 last year. Serena? Yeah. Wow. That's a huge Wow. That's a, like, That's And she was on TV more this year and everything else. Like, that that is the biggest slight and the biggest... Is Aaliyah on the list? Just Ty brought her up. Who? She, no. uh, she, she shouldn't be on the list. No, no she I, shouldn't uh, be. <laughs> yeah, and then Ruby, she got caught up in that whole Kingston Jericho fiasco. Yeah. Which anybody in there shouldn't be. <laughs> you know what degree. that is. Yeah. That hurt her more than it helped her. Yes. Because where's she been since then? Yeah, they're still suffering from it now. Yeah. And what? No, well, I'm not even gonna get into that right now. Is uh, oh, what's her name? You know who's not on the list at all? Who? Not listed in the top 150. And I saw this name brought up. Nyla Rose is not listed at all. I didn't even know she was on the roster until she came back and uh, not on the roster. You know, I'm joking, but she didn't know she was around. Yeah, because they wasn't around. using her except for dark and stuff. Is Tessa Blanchard on the list? No. Okay. Because she hasn't done anything, so it's like I just wanted to see if they just ranked her to ranked her, <laughs> just by name. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean. I'll, I'll tell you next year's list. I'm interested to seeing any of the the wild women 
if any of them are on there. With them getting some promotion, since they started after this list ended, mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see where they rank next year. Wait, yeah, number know. one. <laughs> Keep that one to yourself, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it to yourself. yeah. <laughs> I just, it's just, you know, you. I saw people bringing that up too, Ty. But like, you know, the fact that she's not listed at all. There's 150. You know, I. Those were Deeb and, and Nyla were the two that immediately stood out to me as to oh, yeah, one's not on the list yeah. at all, and one's at 77. Yeah. From being 11 last year, you said, Jason? 11 last year. 11? Crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. All right. Well, hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know. Um, top 10, yay, nay, who you'd move around, who you'd put on, who you'd put off, and anybody that we may have left off this discussion of debate this this week. With that being said, let's drink a beer. Chug, 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 chug. All right, this week's Drink of the Week is brought to you by Cigar City Brewing. It is the Good Gourd Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Shit. A little tight. A little tight. A little tight. Look at the sleeves. Brewed with Did he wear it like that? Cinnamon, allspice, cloves, nutmeg, and vanilla. Good gourd. And it is 8.8% alcohol oh, by volume. So that be a little punch to the heart. There's a there's another beer of Cigar City that they I think it's uh like a like an ale, but dark ale, but really enjoyed their some of their stuff that I've had before. Okay. Oh, you just hit a little thick. Pause. That's what he said. Um, you know what? I'm not getting anything. I'm like a, this is a pumpkin ale, but I don't get pumpkin. Ooh, no, I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting a little bit. I'm getting cigars. <laughs> they drop that ash in there. <laughs> like a Vinny Pie pizza? <laughs> it's not um I I'm gonna knock it because I don't get pumpkin. You know, it, it seems like all these ingredients were thrown into a pot and none of them are standing out from a flavor standpoint. It's just there. So the only thing go, I'm not I'll really go. getting is the vanilla. Everything else I'll, I'll, go two, I'll go I'll go a two and a half. One. Oh, damn. No. Shit, this is going to be the most uh, different list we've ever had. You liked it? I don't hate it. I mean, it's not going to be in my, my normal rotation, but for an 8.8, I'm not really getting a whole lot of burn, which surprised me. Yeah, no. I'm getting the everything, like I said, but the vanilla, really. Unless that's just there to sweeten it up a little bit, but I might go three point five on this. I don't hate it. I I would from a from a pumpkin ale standpoint, I would not add it into my rotation of pumpkin ales. No, no. So it's not. 
It's not We've had that all. So. so, but yeah, if you see this out and about, pick it up. Cigar Brewing, uh, let us know. Hit us up. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. I, I got nothing else really positive to go off of with that there. So. <laughs> All right, this weekend sports. Um, the divorce heard around the world. Um, Tom Brady and Giselle called it quits after 13 years of marriage. Uh, so it goes, it goes back to the point of uh, money can't buy happiness. Um, Giselle's just not even just in like that jacket, Jay. <laughs> I wouldn't rank Giselle in like my top 150. How about that? No. No, 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 but it's still worth a shot to shoot. <laughs> because you got that money. Boy, boy, <laughs> got the money. Hey, Ty, I heard they were dressing up as footballs for Halloween, so he'll go trick or treating with them. Um, <laughs> Damn, the hate's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, blame it on the divorce, blame it on being 45, this, that, and the other. He just hasn't seemed like Tom Brady, so I, I don't – whatever, the Bucks stink. You know, um, we should have stayed retired. He should have. Yep, he should have. Yeah, uh, for, for what it's worth. Um, Only thing that does is make Ben the headliner for uh, when he get inducted. About it. He'll make some ruling. <laughs> Tom going next year. <laughs> uh, tonight, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Um, I'm surprised they this this fight did not get canceled. Um, there yeah. was there was an emergency uh, at Arizona Athletic Commission meeting based off of statements that Anderson Silva said um, this week in an interview talking about how he was knocked out twice in sparring. Uh, he's 47 years old. He need to quit. He's been KO'd multiple times in the UFC. It's like Chuck Liddell. Once that chin goes, that chin goes. That's it. Yep. Um, and for me, I, I'm not saying Jake Paul is the reason why boxing is is shitting on itself because don't blame Jake Paul. He's putting in the work. He's training. He's doing everything else. But he's bringing more ass. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, man, that's the bad part. This fight should not be happening tonight. No. Like it shouldn't. Um, What's it on tonight? Showtime. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I'm not spending my money on it. If Jake Paul knocks him out, I'm not going to be surprised. But again, it's Anderson Silva. He's 47 years old. Like, I don't know. Fight somebody even happening. Yeah. Exactly. Is his time is beyond time. Outside of the stuff from this week, why is this not even happening? Period. Like, who bo- who booked this shit? Jake Paul. I mean, he's a hell of a businessman. Him, him and his brother. I'm not going to knock yeah. either one of them from a business no. standpoint. You can think about you can think about them in whatever tone or setting you want to as a person. But <laughs> fucking capitalism at his best, man. They're out there this yep. weekend, next weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I mean, yeah can't knock you. Hey, can't knock their hustle. No. Uh, big time college slate and college football today. Uh, big matchups. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, Florida, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mines. 
Ohio State, Penn State. Mm-hmm. And there's I think there's one other matchup I'm missing off the top of my head. Um, Penn State's in prime time tonight, aren't they? Penn State's playing now. Penn State's know. on now, yeah. yeah. Michigan, Michigan State, I think, is on tonight at, at prime time. Okay. Um, but shout out to game day. Go into the SWAC, Jackson yes. State, this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you can't tell me prime Deion Sanders is, you know. Prime ain't SWAC? Prime is SWAC. Prime is SWAC. <laughs> Okay. You get game day there. I think the last I think the last time they they've been to one other SWAT game, I believe, but it's the first time they've gone to an FCS game since North Dakota State, South Dakota State, like three years ago, two years ago. Um and the fact that game day went to Jackson State for Jackson State versus Southern over Penn State, Ohio State. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, but the fact that yeah, they they chose to go to Jackson State versus Southern over Ohio State, Penn State, mm-hmm. just goes to show you, that, you fact that that Dion has um some pool and what he's done, yeah, mm-hmm. for that for the HBCUs, yeah. And just an update on the score: Ohio State's winning ten nothing end of the first quarter. Penn State stinks. I, they gave James Franklin, you know. Who robbed who more? You have Jimbo Fisher who robbed Texas A&M. He has a worse record than Kevin Sundlin, who they fired to hire Jimbo Fisher. Mel Tucker at Michigan State has been atrocious, and they gave him $94 million. James Franklin, Penn State, he 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 can't beat a, a top-10 team to save his life. Um, or Russell Wilson doing his high knees in the airplane <laughs> over the London. <laughs> Placing the Broncos for two hundred and forty-five million, like Russell. How? Dude, that's like how? Oh, I would too. Oh, I would too. Now I see. Playing right from hell. From, playing right from hell. Yo, now I see why Future was so upset when Sierra left him for Russell Wilson. You left me for the dude that's doing calisthenics on the airplane on the flight going over to London. And the internet is undefeated because the Russell Wilson memes on an airplane this week was tremendous. (laughs) It was the highlight of my week. (laughs) Sierra, let's ride. I see what you did there. You played on the Let's Ride song by Sierra and Russell Wilson's tagline for Broncos country. Well done, Dave. Well done. Um, Yeah, just when they put Russell Wilson's head on Russell Westbrook's head. <laughs> they were like one and the same. <laughs> yeah, I just uh team trying to get some sleep. This man do a jumper jack. <laughs> <laughs> you get knee lifts. That just got me pissed off just thinking about it. Like, I, I'd, I'd get up and fight somebody. He'll like, roll on my neck and everything. I'd, no ass. He's out there doing pull-ups, hanging from the overhead compartments. <laughs> I did not see it somewhere. Yeah, it's bad. It, it, the, it, da- the dangerous. The dangerous. Yeah. What a oh. freaking tool! Unbelievable. Um, I. Uh... <laughs> and he bags Sierra. Like that's the craziest part about it. It's like, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> Man, unreal, unreal. So, yeah, just uh, a fleece job of people getting money that shouldn't be paid, um, so to speak. 
World Series last night, hell of an opening game mm-hmm. one for the, for baseball. Like nice you want to talk about something that I flipped it on and I'm like, it's five nothing. What mm-hmm. the hell? And then I got I kept getting updates on the Sports Center app, dinging off, and I'm like, oh shit, it's five five. They're about to go into extra innings. Phillies come back, take game one. Who's playing? Phillies Houston. Yep, yep Phillies okay. Houston. I love the baseball drama like that. Like that's that's good TV. Baseball might not be good, but hell, I love it. That would be a good championship game right there for, for that, you know, the comeback like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Does this wash away the beginning of the season? No, hold on. I did not see the no. – wait, the singer botched the national anthem last night? Who sang? Yo, you can't be botching the national anthem at the World Series. Like, if you're, you know – if you're Carl Lewis singing the national anthem, okay. If you're Rosie O'Donnell doing the the seventh inning stretch, take me out to the ball game in Chicago, okay. But yo, you can't be a professional and botch the national anthem. Oh, okay. I saw people posting stuff about this dude, Eric Barton. Don't know who he is, but yeah, apparently he botched it. So I never heard. Of and, him. and if yeah. you're the Houston Astros, can you get anybody with a name besides Eric Barton? You might as well have just gone out on the street before. Yeah, can you sing? Like, <laughs> be like Dusty Baker, could you do this for us? Can you, can you carry a tune? Somebody press play on a cassette. <laughs> T starts singing from Sea to Shining Sea. <laughs> um, but this is the first time in fifty years that the World Series is being played without an African American. <laughs> I forgot all about first. Oh boy. I blocked that out of my mind, Dave. Now you brought it back up. Um, but no, this is the first time in, I believe, 50 years, I think the stat was, that there's not an African-American player in the World Series. Wow. That's surprising. And, like, when I start thinking about it, like, when you go when you go around the neighborhoods here, like, it was due. one, there's, there's no real, like, baseball little leagues no more around – where we, we played, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is travel. Before you used to have like 15 teams, mm-hmm. and and you know what I mean? Like it was nonstop, but everything's travel, it costs too much and everything else. And it's like becoming a becoming a sport where you don't want to say you're alienating the community, but you're mm-hmm. alienating yeah, the community. Yeah, you are. Like, they still got bread and or bread, but I think it only goes so far. I don't even sure, I'm not even sure they have a little league. That's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, they had. I know they had T-ball for sure. I don't see yeah. any kids go down the park by my house at all. So I don't. Yeah, know they don't have any teams, and that's what me and Steve grew up where we started. So yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start, like all of our towns around us, they every single town had a team. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. community mm-hmm. had so a league. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't. You know. I, I mean, it may be just like a one-off, but because of like who made it to the World Series, obviously. Um, but the fact that neither one of those teams has an African American player on it doesn't like is mind-blowing. Makes sense, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how does that work out? So, oh, but yeah. Hopefully, the rest of the World Series plays out like mm-hmm. it did last night because that was that was definitely it was fun. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to know what the ratings are for that game. Um, the Lakers are 0 and 5. Kenny, 
LA bums. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, your team stinks. <laughs> LeBron James might just retire and then come back to, to the league whenever Bronny gets drafted. Um, that's what people do. So, and uh, shout out to our high school for making the playoffs yesterday by yeah. beating our rivals. Beating the rival, uh, seven, out. seven three, not in a very exciting <laughs> game from a high school standpoint, but mm-hmm. seven, seven to three. Seven to three, yeah. Um, winner in, loser out. Winner in, loser out. Yep. So, yeah. so for Halloween, when I was a kid, I went to I went to I went trick or treating as a Wolverine, and I was going to dress up. I was going to put a jersey on because I still got one, but the one I grabbed was somebody who's like my sister's year, <laughs> and like currently active on football. I'm like uh, currently active on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not putting that putting that on. I want to make lemonade jersey. I thought it was one of my, I had my brothers, you know, the, the big holes with the lacquered on paint. With the lacquered on paint. <laughs> yeah. mad. I, somehow somebody left one over my house from a sleepover with my sister had. And like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> getting called out on Facebook for this. <laughs> the same year you bought that jacket. Yeah. You covered with, with the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Jacket, man. <laughs> A couple of hockey things. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury this week, he, uh, six all time most goalie with games played at 944. So nice. shout out to him. And then also another former, former Penguin, uh, Phil Kessel. He has the most consecutive games for the NHL record at 990 right now. Yeah, he's the AC Green of the NHL and the Kyle Ripken of the NHL. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment for somebody that's overweight and eats hot dogs all the time that he's played <laughs> the most consecutive games. Yeah. Um, and especially in hockey, too. Right. right. So, I mean, definitely could hit that thousand mark. All right. Anything else? All right. One got to go. All right. Now, before you. Um, Go ahead and bring up last week's poll, but I want to preference my my choice this week before you bring okay. it up, Chris. All right. So last week we did Jason did uh, Halloween family movies. Uh, the two most voted were Beetlejuice and Casper. What do you think people took off? Beetlejuice. And the being Casper, it was close, but yeah, yeah wow. Casper got voted off. All right. So this week was my choice, um, and I came into the week. I was not doing a Halloween-themed one got to go. If I put up a list of non-Halloween subjects, I would have caught flack from the rest of the panel. <laughs> so I caved, and I sent the list over, and Chris texted me back like, thought you weren't doing Halloween. I was like, this is exactly why I switched up and did Halloween. Um, so go ahead and pull it up, Chris. All right. So one got to go this week. Worst couples Halloween costumes. Right. <laughs> alienate the three of us. <laughs> hey, just because you're not married don't mean you can't dress in a couple's costume. Okay. Or judge All the right? people that do. Right. <laughs> or judge the people that do. But these, these right here, if you are with your significant other and you dress up as one of these four, we got a problem. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's run through these here. You got the plug and socket, ball and chain, lock and key, ketchup and mustard. There was strong consideration for peanut butter and jelly, where one person is the peanut butter, the mm. other person is the jelly. Um, 
But I went to my wife for the elimination, and she decided to leave that one off and go with these four here. So, with that being said, which one of these four is the worst couple's Halloween costume? <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> uh, Kent, uh, Ty, he's talking here, that lock and key and plug and socket. Yeah, I mean... Well, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. you can keep those. Uh, the worst so one, I, I, area. So, you, you got to vote off ketchup and mustard. That's just that's horrible. Like I, that's I, cute. Maybe, oh no, that's... Halloween's not supposed to be cute either. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you're making me dress up looking like that shit, that's... hell no. Like we might have a we might have a reevaluation of our relationship. <laughs> Could be why I never do a costume on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, ketchup and mustard for me can go. Donald's both ketchup and mustard right now. <laughs> brother, brother, brother. <laughs> the one I got to go for me is uh, <laughs> ball and chain. That just looks fucking stupid. <laughs> so you don't like the look of the costume or the idea behind the costume? I don't like the idea. I don't like the look. It's... <laughs> Then all of these just all together are terrible. I, I, I looked at I looked at the I looked at the ball in that costume and I immediately thought of uh the uh on Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, okay. This is exactly what I saw whenever I saw that costume there. Yeah, ball and chain gotta go for me. But there's also a ball and chain like where it's like the guy's the prisoner. Too. Yeah, this is a mace. That's a mace. <laughs> That, that's giving me strong consideration to get kicked off. Uh, ketchup and mustard is just too cute. It's classic. It's 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 rom comish. I like it. Saying lock and key is tacky, but I think plug and socket is worse. Plug and socket got to go. Jason wants uh, to find the ketchup too. Is mustard? Yeah, yeah. Too much around the junk area. Why does why does Halloween got to be sexualized? Well, well, that's where I was going with it, Jay, because I would eliminate all four of these. Listen, Ketchup if I'm going out, if I'm going out as um, I'm going out with my significant other for Halloween, I want you to be dressed up in something to where, you know, one, <laughs> we know what we're doing when we're getting home. Okay, that's first things first. Oh, so you need a buddy ranch guy. She's gonna be Air Force Amy. Two, you know, <laughs> who's Air Force uh, Amy? Spiced it up. Let's, let's do a little role play. We could be anything this night, you know. I'm I'm ignoring all you guys right now. We could spice it up, do a little role play, and come up with, with anything in the world. We're not we're not going to be lock and key. Okay, it's not happening. It's boring as hell. And three, maybe wear something you know to where I get into a fight at the end of the night because some dude is trying to hit on you all night long. Like you know what I mean? Like make something to give me a little riled up. Like you know. I'm not any of these. All these costumes are just terrible ideas. They're horribly executed. None of them work. Um, you know, I'd rather you see a, a, a woman wear a Coca-Cola shirt and me wear a Jack Daniel shirt, and we can be as Jack and Coke. Like that's more creative. Than, than <laughs> yeah, that is creative, right? Like, I'm not doing any of these. Um, out of this list, particularly though, all I'm saying got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, if you want us to send you the link so we can have a therapy session, <laughs> you're more than welcome to hop on. We know some people. Yeah. We know somebody. 
<laughs> Harley Joker combo too. This shit is. Uh, oh, that's that's well overdone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, so stop glorifying it. This is all right. Take this down, Chris, real quick before we get into final thoughts. Question that I've seen going around this year with the success of the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. I see a lot of debate on whether or not you should be dressing up as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. Your take acceptable costume or unacceptable costume? You dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer, we're gonna have to have a talk. <laughs> acceptable. It's oh, acceptable. there you go, Ty. He's killing him off. It, it, it is. It, it, for me, it's acceptable because other people dressed up as dictators from back in the 1940s and all that stuff, and they think that, that was cute. So, no. I mean, I'm sure it's been done before the Netflix documentary came out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and then I know the reason why they were saying, no, this shouldn't be acceptable and all that stuff. Yeah. Trust me, if it was the other way around, people still will be doing it. So, is it, is it unacceptable if you're dressing your, if you're letting your child dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes. Yeah, you're not cute, Je- baby Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this guy's not cute on anybody. Yeah, you, you have parenting issues if you let that happen. I mean, yeah. If, if your kid voluntarily wants to go as Jeffrey Dahmer without even knowing the show, you might need to have a talk with that child. <laughs> All right, final thoughts. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 109 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. Make sure you head over on all our social media, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, all that, at Dumb Marks Pod. Like, subscribe, follow, hit the bell for notifications when we go live each week. I support the show by purchasing our merchandise at prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod. And head over to dumbmarkspod.com for all the links and more. And, you know, make sure you follow us. And if you go out for Halloween this Monday, be safe. Uh, hope you guys have a good time. Hope everybody has good weather for it. I think it's going to be cold here. So, hey, Taekwondo killed everybody, man. <laughs> he dabbled in everything. Couple quick hits for me. Final thoughts. Um, <laughs> one, I brought up Ava Rain's debut this week. Four gen- first fourth generation wrestler. Yes. Um, it was actively talked about and discussed on TMZ. So, granted, the Rock's daughter, but. They were talking about it on TV. <laughs> um, bet you she has a momager. Oh, she says New Japan um, put out. They have. Um, they announced their packages for for New Japan for, Wrestle for Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, um, hotel accommodation, shopping experience, fan lunch, exclusive talk panel, Wrestle Kingdom tickets, New Year's Dash tickets, and a special <laughs> historical experience. Packages start at twelve hundred dollars. Does that include air? I didn't hear. Does that include airfare? It does include airfare. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. No. So, um, and then lastly, to leave you with a little Halloween trivia note, Hocus Pocus two um, set a Nielsen's weekly streaming ratings, drawing more than two point seven billion minutes of streaming from September twenty sixth to October first. Yes, I'm watching it. I'm gonna do it this weekend. This guy, guess who won't? <laughs> Same guy. Same guy. <laughs> Billion streaming minutes. Um, that, that's and happen. then, and then, uh, two other things, real quick. One, um, we talked about the Dahmer 
Netflix series success based off of that. Um, we don't need their that. source from Netflix is they're producing an Aaron Hernandez limited series with John Bernthal playing playing Aaron Hernandez. <clears throat> we know a guy who can play Aaron. We do. Um, and lastly, scientists at Stanford University reconstructed a 3D model of how Joseph, the husband of Mary, might have looked, and it was Andre the Giant. Thank you. And Mary looks just like Lady Gaga. Time travel. <laughs> yeah. I got two things, real, or really one thing real quick. Uh, this week it was brought up that the NWA and GCW are both in partnership talks with WWE to possibly air on the WWE network. Billy Corgan talked about this in an interview and he said, nothing's progressed with it, but there have been talks. Um, not sure if it'll go anywhere. And yeah, GCW, I'm not too sure about yeah. if that's the right fit for it. <laughs> NWA, I could see, but it's not going to be on Peacock anyway. <laughs> GCW on, on uh Disney oh, plus India. Yeah. There's parental controls, but yeah. I mean, if you already, uh, you know, download down the uh, ECW on there, mm. what do about that? Give me that Tubi blood. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, we'll see. But <laughs> all right, anything else? I think that's it that I got. Nope. Yep. As always, um, tune in to show each and every single week. Like Chris said, um, trick or treaters, if you're out, be safe. Uh, parents with your kids, be safe. That's uh, no magic tricks. Inspect that candy. Um, you know, walk around with a beer or a mixed drink. That's okay. I do it all the time. Um, Take the Reese's. I saw. So I got my McDonald's Halloween bucket, the Happy Meal bucket, only Push because it. I saw people. Adults are making bucket drinks with the Halloween bucket. I was like, that's utilizing them correctly. Absolutely. Absolutely. If there's a lush, there's a way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, and and also, um, if you see some older kids coming up to your door, Let just em. give them the candy. Let them. They could be yes. out doing other dumb shit, especially with yep. how crazy stuff has been lately. So just let them enjoy the moment. Okay. Um, it is what it is. You don't know what they're going through. That may be the only way they can get a meal um, is to eat some chips and candy. So, um, all right. And with, oh, Jesus. with that being said, this week's quote of the week says, when you're happy, you enjoy the music. But when you're sad, you understand the lyrics. When you're happy, you enjoy the music. But when you're sad, you understand the lyrics. Adele. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week's Halloween edition of the Dunmarks Podcast. I'm Jake from Dunmarks Pod. I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark. And until next time, y'all can catch us around the way.